Everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Skibby dibby dip yon don don don. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I get better with the help of a guest. And maybe you'll get better at the topic too. Who knows? It depends on how close you listen. But the important part is that I don't like people thinking that they're better than me. So I have a little prank that I'm going to pull to bring them down to size. Um, but they don't need to worry about that. Here they are. It's Chica. She's a writer and comedian with publications in Vice, Cosmo, and elsewhere. Chica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you about the topic of getting better at being a muscle mommy. Um, mm. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Uh, but, of course, we can't get to it right away. We have to start with the get-to-know-you questions and the fan-submitted questions. Okay. Um, so we'll jump right into the get-to-know-you questions first, as we always start. How do you and I know each other? Um, we're both comics. We met uh, at an open mic. I don't remember which one. I'm really sorry. Um, but, yeah, that's how we know each other. That's okay. I don't. There's really nothing that you need to apologize for on this podcast. Um, <laughs> well, I'm a woman, so I will be apologizing a lot. There are like 30 people that are listening, so I guess, you know, either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, well, perfect. Yeah, that's what I had written down as well. Um, the next question is, appearing with catastrophic thunder and explosive lightning and storm, the four horsemen appear heralding the arrival of Chica. What are these four horsemen the horsemen of? Um, the horsemen of, uh, of, uh, uh, casual sex, um, the horsemen of, um, and vast vocabulary, um, the horsemen of, uh, post-social anxiety, and the horsemen of, um, smiling. Ah, that's sweet. Um, well, perfect. Uh, it, you seemed like you might have been reading those off. Maybe this was something you, you've journaled about or something. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm an avid journaler, so that did come up. Okay. Um, well, listeners, if you see those four horses, horsemen uh, coming down your street, you know that Chica is not far behind. Um, wonderful. Next question. This is it for birds. All birds have to go. Either extinct or maybe just go to space or something. It's unclear. One bird gets to stay. Who or what bird do you choose? I choose the regular, like, not pigeon, but like those little tiny birds that you see on the street. Because um, they're really cute. Like finches? Yeah. So all finches? Sure, yeah. I feel like if all other birds were gone, but finches were still around, it would take me a while to notice that all the other birds were gone. Absolutely. Those are the only birds that I feel like make an impact on my life. So I, yeah. I would hate to see them gone. I mean, I'd be sad about other birds, but I wouldn't know it until, like, I read it on, like, a NPR Instagram post or something. Sad? I feel like I'd be like, huh. And they kind of move on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, wonderful. Well, those have been the get-to-know-you questions. I feel like we've really gotten to know you. Um, but, of course, we also have fan-submitted questions. We have fans around the world. And they send in questions uh, to our experts to help them get better at things. Um, so we'll just jump right into those. This first question says, I am a science teacher for a bunch of sophomores in high school. I made a big batch of non-Newtonian fluid to teach the students about it in class, but things have gone awry. The 55-gallon drum of non-Newtonian fluid that I had prepared ruptured, and now non-Newtonian fluid is all over the classroom, the supplies, and me. The students will be here at 7th period. Help! 
And that's from Mr. Williamson in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. So I don't know what the help is. The the non-Newtonian non-Newtonian fluids all over already. I don't Yeah. Is it cleanup that they need help with? Like advice on how to clean, like whether it's a bleach solution or I yeah, I don't know. These are this is a one-way communication with the fans. Mm-hmm. So they just submit oh. these uh and and then my producer Gene sends them to me to read. So um Absolutely. So I'm not great at, at cleaning. I, I identify as a messy, messy hot girl. Um, but I think my go-to is probably like some Lysol wipes, um, a bunch of paper towels, and then just kind of go from there see what happens. I mean, hopefully that's helpful. I don't know enough about non-Newtonian fluid to know if any of those things would work. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, hopefully that helps Mr. Williamson. Um if you're sending this in before seventh period, I, sure. it's probably passed anyway. Cause right. plus I'm not going to edit this for like a couple days. And like, yeah. I don't know if there's follow up from the fan mail, but I, I would love to hear what happened. Um, whether the cleanup worked or yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Nilsie Williamson, if you are listening, um, yeah, let us know how it went. Uh, perfect. Well, our next question is this, my friend David and I have been playing croquet together for years. I am obviously better and win most of our games, but lately David has been getting better and has even won a few games in a row. He hired a coach, has been working out, and watches YouTube strategy videos all the time. That's all fine, but I have reason to believe that he has corked his mallet. I am okay if he is beating me because of the other reasons, but if he is corking his mallet, then I don't want anything to do with that rat bastard. Should I confront him, just stop playing, or something else? And that's from Father Lewis, Judicial Vicar of the Campania Dossier in Naples, Italy. Okay. Um, so at first I thought croquet was some kind of racket sport. And I think I was mixing it up with cricket. Um, I believe croquet is like the thing where you hit it, hit the ball, and then through the little hoops. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Um, for me, with any kind of interpersonal conflict, I think communication is key. So I would recommend that he brings it up with his friend David. Um and hopefully you guys can come to some kind of resolution. Um, but if not, I think really erect some some stiff boundaries. And if he doesn't respect that, I think you should dissolve the relationship. Uh, that all sounds uh, very wise to me. Um, uh, uh, Father Lewis, I hope that helped. Yeah. Um, I can't see how it wouldn't. Well, wonderful. Um, let's, uh, that, that ends all of our fan submitted and get to know you questions. Let's jump right into the topic at hand, um, being a muscle mommy. Um, getting better at being a muscle mommy. I, I'm really excited to talk about this. I I, I do want to say a little bit on top. Um, Gene, my producer, um, said that they are ready to get wet and wild in this episode. I, I really gave them the reins a lot on this episode, and I don't like the sound of that. So mm-hmm. um, I don't like it either. Okay, perfect. I'm glad that we're on the same page about that. Well, let's see if we're on the same page about other things. Um what does being a muscle mommy mean to you? Okay, so I was I was a muscle mommy before the the term came to me. Um, but essentially, being a muscle mommy is like, you know, like on Instagram, there's like that fitspo situation where it's like very thin women doing little body weight movements. But being a muscle mommy is about getting yoked, but still being hot. Um, so it's like that kind of a wonderful body. Uh, combination of femininity and masculinity in the gym um where it's like i'm not just trying to get yoked but i'm not just trying to be hot i'm trying to be yoked and hot okay um 
some of the terms that you used there were a bit confusing to me. I, sure. I, I'm not sure I'm on the, the fish spo uh, part of Instagram. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I guess I do see some people doing some exercises like that, like, like wading through like heavy water and or like, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, I, I think that, that sounds good. Um, uh, I, I, I've got a couple of questions here that I had prepared. Uh, maybe this one, um, where should I be getting these muscles? Uh, everywhere. We want, we want really like to even everything out. So I think there's also a portion of uh, women lifting weights and being strong where it's like all you need is a fat ass and big quads. And that's not true. You know, you got to do your upper, you got to do your lower, you got to do your core. It's really about evening everything out. You want balance to be a good muscle mommy. Um, hmm. Sorry, I mean, I'm just a little bit confused. I don't think I know where the, I mean, I guess I know where the core <laughs> for muscles are, but like the upper, I, mm-hmm. like the top half? Yeah, yeah. Upper meaning the upper part of I your body, for sure. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, uh, hmm. Should I get a tank or like, a tank, like a tank top. Uh, oh, well, uh, maybe that's not a good. Uh, I salt water or fresh water. Maybe that's. <laughs> is this a? Um, I feel like we're having some kind of miscommunication. Okay. okay. <laughs> I I think we might be as well. Um, and and of course the gotcha alarm is going off right now, so that's <laughs> that's not helping anything. Um, um is this uh, thing on? Is, yeah. Is this Carmen? Carmen, are you there? Uh, it's Cam. It's Cameron, actually. Um, sorry. Uh, just real quick uh, before. So, Chica, if you're so good at being a muscle mommy, and I do think I might have confused this, um, <laughs> you should be able to help this muscle mommy get better as well. I'm ready um, to get wet and wild. Okay. Um, like my bebés, you know, my muscles. My muscles yeah. are big and strong. Mm. Well, actually, they're quite tiny. They have very small muscles. Mm-hmm. 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 So it it, mm-hmm. it seems like there we might have Chica there might have been some confusion when G, when Jean was setting up this episode they uh they told me that it would be about getting better at being a muscle mommy and it, it seems you like they might have to find the been... bla- the best places to harvest in order to be a good muscle mommy. Right. That, I yeah. think they were thinking of like aquatic muscles. Mm-hmm. And now I understand. And now I understand where the confusion um, was coming from. Fresh or salt water? Both. I say both. Mm. <laughs> um well, admittedly, I'm a little uh, out of my depth here. Um, <laughs> and, and, Carmen, that's good. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I should, I guess, introduce this is Missy Muscle Mommy was the only name that I was given. Enchanté. Is is mm. Missy okay? Is that absolutely Missy okay. is quite all right. Um, well, Missy and Chica both. I I feel like we're oh how cheeky uh, Chica. <laughs> Uh, I feel like maybe we are, we've got a lot here um, uh-huh. to cover mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I've got uh, just tons of questions. Not all of these are going to be relevant to both of you, but maybe answer them in your own way, I guess. Um, okay. Uh, right. I've heard of zebra mussels. What should I know about that? Wow. Wow. 
They're an invasive species. Is this something? They is that actually, relevant? They're, um, so they're quite beautiful and they do exist. They are part of the bivalve mollusks family. And it is a mussel um, that has zebra-like um, stripes on their bodies. Yes, and, they're and a freshwater mussel, by the way. And they, uh, take, they originate from the lakes of southern Russia and Ukraine. And, and that, uh, I mean, I guess, same question to you, Chica. Um, what... Yes. Uh, zebra mussels, I feel like zebras carry a lot of, they're very sinewy in the legs. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> and so zebra mussels, for, for me, in, in my interpretation, would probably be some really good hamstring exercises, um, perhaps a hamstring curl the... or a good morning Um yeah, so that's my opinion on well, zebra mussels. They're very small. They don't have a lot of meat inside them, so I don't know. If, yeah, they're very mm. small muscle, indeed. Very weak. I, in my experience, they're they're pretty they're pretty stacked. But uh, well, I don't I, I don't want this to break into a fight. So um, uh, it sounds like <laughs> yes, because uh... I I do have a um, I'm a badass with big quads. Just so you know. Mm. Oh. Just as am I. As am I. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and I'll just throw my hat in there to say I'm not. Um, so, uh, oh. Well, uh, maybe this question actually might be more appropriate for both of you. Um, why mommy? Uh, is it okay to be a muscle daddy or a muscle non-binary begetter? Oh, yes. Yes. Um. Why mommy? Because I identify as a mummy. <laughs> um, but yes, we do have non-binary um, muscle. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I use begetter, but I think progenitor maybe would be fine. Um, parent. Parent. I, I was about to say, what did you call me? Um, Exficionado. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And same to you, Chica. Is it important to be get better at being a muscle mommy, um, or or is any kind of um, you yeah, know muscle I mean, guardian I, okay? I think it's I for me. I use gender. I use it as a gender neutral term, muscle mommy. I think it's a comfort thing. Whatever you feel mm-hmm. most comfort comfortable, you know, identifying as. It's kind of like bitch or girl or sis, mm-hmm. right? Like I can mm-hmm. call anybody that. Um, some people don't like it. Some people do. And it's all about back to that question with Father John, whatever his name was. It's about communication. Um, mm-hmm. So whatever people prefer to be referred to as. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Father Lewis, judicial Father vicar Lewis. of the Capania Dasa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I concur. Um, well, I, I'm glad that we were fi- able to find some uh, neutral ground between uh, what sounds like two uh, earlier strongly disagreeing opinions um so i hope we're not getting back into this but i do want to know um why should i get better at being a muscle mommy and maybe this is to both of your specific mm-hmm. muscle uh, mommydoms i would say um, i'm gonna kick it off um carmen and say um to be a muscle a good muscle mommy you need to learn how to steam your muscles Okay, you want to be able to learn how to harvest them. Um, Mussels are the kidneys of the sea, by the way. They like filter feeders. They uh, filter out impurities, and we must take care of them. Um, One way to do it, as I said, we steam them with um, white wine, some garlic, some shallots, 
Is that taking care of them? I feel like that <laughs> it sounds like I'm eating them. In that way, um, we are taking care of them because their mission is to not only provide protein for our systems, which I believe you need protein to be a muscle mommy, um, mm-hmm. but also... Um, so, so, so they um, give to the world by filtering the impurities of the sea and they sustain us with sustenance. That, okay, I, I guess that makes sense. Sort of a, a, <laughs> you become a part of this cycle. Um, Correct, the circle of life. And they're a great source of protein, omega-3 fatty acids, zinc, and folate. Uh, that's uh, all of those things are things that I actually do genuinely need. I am admittedly a vegetarian and don't eat yes. um, seafood. So, so make sure you is... harvest them properly and then you cook them properly and that you sing to them as well. Oh, sing to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hush little baby. Don't you cry? You know? No, I know. I'm familiar with singing. Um, <laughs> I get, I, that was not something I, well, maybe I do need to get better at that, but that could maybe another so episode. So that they open as they boil, and as you steam them, you know. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, well, a very thorough answer, uh, <laughs> Missy. Thank you. Uh, uh, to you, Chica, uh, why should I want to get better at being a muscle mommy? Well, I think in all interpretations of, of muscles, it's about confidence, right? And it's about feeling very, uh, taking charge of your own self and your own body, um, and really being in the front seat of your movement and your health. Um, and also, yeah, again, your confidence. And I think Muscle Mommy for me helps me be, helps me with my endorphins. It helps me feel less stressed. It makes me feel, again, more like in my body. And I think mm-hmm. also, I don't, I think the science of this is that being a Muscle Mommy makes you sluttier. Um, I think something with the hormones and endorphins, it really just helps every, the blood rush. Um, and I think that's really important. Ooh, every day we muscle in. <laughs> <laughs> it re- absolutely. It, yeah, I I agree. Definitely, absolutely. Uh, it, in some ways, it sounds like the muscles of you as a muscle mommy are the uh, are, are the kidneys of the sea of your body. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. They're sort of filtering out that bad. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes they get the muscle good. spasms, meaning they, they try to open the shell, but they can't, so they spasm. Muscle mm-hmm, spasm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, it, it sounds like there's a lot of common ground here, actually. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. Muscle fatigue as well. Sometimes they're tired and you have to put them to bed and then sing to them again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've sung to my muscles, I would say, yeah. Is, is that true? I, I didn't have that as a question. Admittedly, I didn't know singing was going to be such a big part of this uh, conversation, but do you, you sing to your muscles. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I mean, they have muscle strain. Yeah, I feel like I sing to myself, and the muscles are there, um, and they're getting those, those vocals. Uh, wow, I, I'm re- really learning a lot. I feel like um, originally I was saying that Gene uh, really screwed this up, uh, sort of the whole you know, organization of this episode. But I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm actually learning quite a bit here. And Singing to them is a great um, muscle relaxer, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think I think we have to, frankly. I, I, <laughs> um, OK, well, uh, maybe this is a good sort of ra- starting to wrap up question. Um, you know, I, I'm learning a lot about getting better at both types of being a muscle mommy. When will know, when will I know that I am better? At being a muscle mommy. It's a state of mind, Carmen. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
I, I also think it's a state of mind. I also think it's a perception thing. I think you'll get a you'll get some looks on the street and you'll be like, mm, I'm a muscle mommy for sure. That was a muscle mommy look. I was being acknowledged as a muscle mommy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's in part what I am seeing other people identify me as. It's a half. I think it's fifty percent. Do you see yourself as a muscle mommy? And fifty percent. Do others see you as a muscle mommy? Okay. Say it again for the people in the back. Mm-hmm. It's you and it's them because we live in a society. So it's not just you. I got to be honest. It's not to split your perception. Wow. Um, I, I, I did think I was learning a lot. I'm a bit more confused now, actually. Uh, but um, You know, Carmen, I, I say it again. Like To be a good muscle mommy, you need to learn the different species of muscles, mm. how to harvest them, where to go to harvest them, where the proper um, attire for harvesting and then mm-hmm. prepping, prepping the meal. Um, so there's a lot you need to learn. And, and I, I also believe um, Chica's also correct in everything she said. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I, I, I concur. It's about knowing the groups. It's about knowing how to target them, uh, hypertrophy, etc. The muscle groups or, or the groups of society? or I'll, I'll be oh. above. Cameron's okay. having an, some, he's projecting some uh, existential crisis. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely am. I, and and to, what's going to be weird about you saying that, Missy, is that uh, I think that's the first time that you referred me by my correct name. <laughs> and, and I felt the need to correct you back to Carmen. So yes, I do think <laughs> I'm having a, a bit of a crisis here. Uh, oh. um, well, uh, uh, I, I guess not to, um, you know, flaunt my um, existential crises here on this podcast. Uh, so so maybe we'll start wrapping up here. Um, Missy, it's been good having you on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, this is a pleasure. 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 Um, I'm sure we'll have you on in the future to, yeah, get better at these things as well um thank you so much do you have any parting words that you want to say to to the listeners at home Mm, put some muscle in it you do with that what you will perfect um i think i'm if i'm doing with it what i will i'm gonna leave it right there and let everybody else get a piece first um uh well perfect uh thank you so much missy for being on uh we'll talk to you again soon Oh, a pleasure. Uh, well, Chica, it's been so great uh, getting better at being a muscle mommy with you. Um, I'm not 100% sure that I have or that mm-hmm. I will. Um, but, you know, it, uh, I've got to start somewhere, right? So, yeah, um, we all do. Uh, well, we've got a couple of things that we'd like to do at the end of every episode. Um, the first of which is, make you know, making the episode better. We're interested in making me better on this episode, but, but you also want to improve the podcast. Um, how could this episode have gone better, do you think? Yeah, I feel like the inclusion of Missy was a little bit of gotcha journalism. Uh, I didn't really appreciate that. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the main thing. I also think that the muscle-muscle dichotomy was, a little startling at first, but I, I recovered because I am a professional. Um, but I think you should work with your producer next time to make sure something like that doesn't happen again. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, this is actually not the first time that Gina screwed things up like mm-hmm. this. Um, you would think that I would learn, but uh, 
that if there's something that I'm not getting better at, it's uh, I'm not getting better at learning to not trust Gene. So I yeah. could use an, if and potential guests are listening out there, I could use some help with that. Yeah. Um, perfect. Well, we'll keep those things in mind. Um, uh, we also have a tagline that we wrap up the episode with uh, every time. Uh, the tagline currently is Paul will call you. Um, mm. And our guests will improve that by adding to it, subtracting from it, changing it in whatever way they like. And, and I wrap up the episode with that. So how would okay. you like to change that? Um, Paul will call you later. Later. Just just later. Is it just one word? Is Paul will call you la- uh, one word? No, that's Wait. those are four separate words. <laughs> Am I only allowed to add one word? You can add whatever you want. You can change it in any way you see fit. Okay. Paul will call you later tonight, darling. Oh. Uh, took something that was previously uh, ominous and <laughs> disconcerting and making it uh, kind and a bit, yeah, affectionate. Something to look forward to. For sure. Wonderful. Uh, well, we will wrap the episode up with that. Um, Chica, it's been so great uh, talking to you. I know our audience has enjoyed listening to you. Um, where can the audience hear more from you, see uh, your comedy yeah, I perform comedy around Brooklyn, um, and you can follow me on Instagram at chika.ek, and if you are an editor who wants to get, let me write something, or a booker who wants to let me perform, that's where you can contact me. Perfect, and we'll make sure to share those things on our social media as well. Uh, well, thank you so much, Chica, for being on the show. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Christine Pinheiro for helping with the prank in today's episode. You can see her perform with the Baldwins at the People's Improv Theater in New York City. Get in contact with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyone's better than me at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, Paul will call you later tonight, darling. Thanks for listening.